What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news and the buzzworthiest topics with a touch of what, Terrence? Good old humor, man. Good old humor, yeah, man. Yeah. This is the midweek episode recording on 11th November. Yeah. Uh, a day after Singapore has changed. Yeah, no, what because Singapore of the underwent a m- because of the monumental change on November tenth. What the Lazada eleven eleven sale? Hashtag brought to you by That's Lazada. Exactly what I meant. Lazada. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lazada. I mean, like the the Lazada eleven. Are you are you going to be buying shit? Um, I mean, some household stuff, lah. Yeah, definitely. You get some deals on household stuff on eleven eleven, regardless of platform. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because I saw some articles saying that, you know, 11-11 and the, the spike in buying is just another sign of like hopeless consumerism and all mm, that. Mm. And I'm like, no, like even groceries, if you can get discount on 11-11, why not just wait a few days or like, I'm getting a bunch of meat. Yeah, exactly. Know? Toilet paper uh, suddenly. From, from, I mean, I, yeah, I don't exactly. want to sound like a crazy, like alarmist auntie, but toilet paper suddenly was like the thing to buy last night. Uh, between 12, 12 <laughs> to 2 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> I was having a long discussion <laughs> about the pros and cons of buying extra toilet paper with my wife. Wait, wait you bought how many? How many toilet paper? No, no, just just one or two extra. But it's just like toilet paper is one of those things you need to store it somewhere, right? So you, you need to. Work yeah, that it's out. one of those things that you think you don't need. Yeah. But um, I mean, but but I'm a bidet user, mm. so it's not that critical. Oh, yeah, yeah. Critical Chinese, to my sorry, life. Sorry, sorry, Chinese privilege <laughs> talking, <laughs> thinking that it applied to all everyone. The, yeah. <laughs> All the Indian people are like, why the fuck you need toilet paper, yeah, man? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe the Indian men, like the Indian men. Mm. But but yeah, the in parallel with the Lazada eleven eleven was another big shift, which is the the first topic of our our day today. Mm. But before that, yes, is there anything we should plug? Um, I think we'll 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 keep at it, lah, because uh, you know, if you haven't caught out all the episodes, we've just started an Instagram account purely for Yala, but. And it's fantastic mm. because uh, I think people, knowing that the, it's a purely about Yala, but they are more open to messaging us privately about their thoughts about certain things already, like, right? Uh, mm, I think I think mm, you've exactly. read some things. We we can go through some of that later if it's worth going through. But but the the cool thing is that yeah, it's purely just for this podcast. Purely you can tell us what you think on this podcast in your DMs and all that. Just let us know. Mm, exactly. Know? Yeah, and. And as we, as I mean, as the restrictions are easing and we can get, uh, I mean, like just as we we do more guest podcasts and all that, mm. yeah, we just give you a little little peek behind the the hood of Yalabat. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, man. So it's at Yalabat. Just follow on, mm. message us, tag us, and do whatever you want to do, man. Mm. Cool, 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 cool. And that brings us all to right. the first. Actually, yeah, it's nice like this. This at least it's about COVID. But it's not all negative. Mm. It's not all negative, right? Yeah. yeah. It's almost kind of like a, the one thing that particularly made us want to talk about this is almost it's almost com- comedic. Like, comedic. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the newspapers are making yeah. fun of us. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> but what, what is and, this topic? I mean, essentially, yeah, yesterday, November 10th, was the easing of some restrictions which we, which we can we'll cover. But the, the main thing that the headlines in Singapore and abroad, including entities like CNN, um, are talking about is the fact that, as CNN put it, 
Singapore prepares to rock softly as COVID music band partially relaxed. <laughs> so and while that is wow, true, yeah. right? It's yeah, it sounds so ridiculous, so condescending. <laughs> uh, like we are such a like we're babies or something like that. Yeah, to rock softly. Probably the person who came up with the title was like, oh, look at the double entendre on rock softly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah man. Yeah. But but I mean it is it is true la. like mm. up till I think since Circuit Breaker last year or since phase one last year, mm. uh FNB outlets have not been able to play any music at all, not just live music. Yeah, yeah. Even recorded music, lounge music, background music, all tabula. Yeah, yeah. And it's very and it's very weird. It's like the few times that I've gone out to eat, it feels like I'm I don't know, man. It almost feels like very somber, like I'm at a funeral or a library or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah that's why. I, yeah. I mean, the fun thing is you can hear other people's conversations, mm, right? That's, that's probably right. the only silver lining. Yeah. But but it feels like, yeah, like, and then you realize how important music is to the ambience of, a, of an F&B outlet. Yeah, like. because it's really like, I was at a Korean barbecue, then you hear the sizzling and all that, and then there's not a lot of people. Mm. And it feels like, yeah, like, you know, it could feel like it could be a temple or something burning, you know, burning joysticks and things like <laughs> that. <laughs> like if you close your eyes, you can be transported to another different yeah, world. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's, very, it's damn weird, uh, yeah. No, and it's like one less top topic to think about if you're on a first date or something. Correct, correct, correct. Because last time, you know, when, when things get a little awkward on your first date, you can maybe make a comment about the music or if you go to a bar or something where the music's loud enough, you know, you can almost enjoy the music, sit back and enjoy. Without music, right, you sit back and enjoy what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I remember yeah. I remember the first instance I went to a restaurant and it really struck me that this was weird. It was when after I watched uh, the movie A Quiet Place Part 2, and then, you know, the mm. whole movie is about keeping quiet and all that. Then I went to eat at Aston's nearby. And Aston's was just mm. like silent, you know. Like even all these, <laughs> there are all these kids in there, but they were all just like keeping quiet, not really talking, just checking their phones and, and all. Yeah. And the rationale when it first came about was that uh, if there was music, people would speak at maybe a louder volume, which means uh, projecting more, which means opening their mouths a bit wider, yeah, I guess. Yeah. And that could could increase the spread of uh, of the disease. Yeah. Right. But so so I mean now it's 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 a nice change, it's a nice update, but I guess it's humorous when you look at it from as an outsider, like mm. right, mm. like, oh, you know, finally music is allowed in totalitarian Singapore. Yeah. You know, finally they don't have to eat in silence. Yeah. Like prison like that. Yeah. To be fair, to be fair, I thought that explanation made sense initially. Mm. Uh, but Which is why uh, uh, you know the the not not oh. wanting to speak over each other. That's why we don't play mm-hmm, music. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but over time, mm. you know, given given the other things that they've allowed, you know, like like church congregations and and you know life, uh, you know, uh, conferences and and events, uh, even weddings as well, like, Right. And I even mm. I've attended a wedding and I, I've seen how what it is like, lah. Then it just makes me feel like, ah, yeah, um, this whole. This whole no music thing is just a very big wayang lah, you know. Um, mm. And 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 I, I've also seen a lot of FMB uh, establishments also like just uh, just just really complain about how social distancing ambassadors seem to be spending a lot more time uh, measuring the the distances between their chairs rather than going to you know actually catch like KTV operations and things like that lah. So I, I think in, in light of all that, like, I think uh, getting rid of this this music requirement is uh yeah, like, it was it's a long time coming already. Like. It just looked comical uh, alongside all the other things that were being allowed, like you know, the Bloomberg people, they're so important, that's why they must be allowed to eat five. Uh 
that kind of thing. Uh. Yeah, this one is also a few days ahead of the Bloomberg conference on yeah. November 16th. So they'll right? be able to softly rock <laughs> while, while eating as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Maybe like, they realize. Uh, what's the, the Google CEO do? Uh? I, love to, I would love to see him like, standing around dancing. Pichai, you know, Sundar Pichai. Yeah. Why must be why must be the Google CEO? What you think play Bollywood music all of it? I knew this was gonna come up. <laughs> Harish has got his his racial lens on. What he doesn't know is that the 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 history of he's a rocker. No, the history it? of like tech CEOs dancing on stage really uh-huh. awkwardly goes way beyond goes way beyond race. Jack Ma, it goes right? back to history. It's just Bill Gates. It's just Steve, Jack Ma, no, right? Steve Ballmer, Bill Gates. Oh yeah, uh, correct, correct, the gifts, correct, correct. They're, they're all look, sorry gifts of all these things. You baited me, lah, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. You baited no, no, me. No, no, no. This is you your. Would, you knew I would. Bite. You had the no, lens. It was hanging you, off your neck. No. It was hanging off your <laughs> neck, like like a. Like no, you were holding the glasses. No, 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 no. You were holding you were the glasses. You know those attractions where you got the binoculars. You pay twenty cents and you look. You were just standing there. Come, come look through this new attraction called the racial lens. No, man, no, man, no, no, no. This one is it's, it's all it's all on you. It's all on you. But yeah. no, but I think I think maybe they realize that uh, these delegates. I don't know. Maybe they have no faith in delegates being able to make small talk, la, You know, mm, they're mm. like, oh shit, there's gonna be. They are, we're already allowing them five people. That's gonna be like more awkward than if it was. Uh, I don't know. Uh, a, a bigger group. We need to give them something to distract themselves correct, with. Correct. But beyond the delegates, then, maybe it's even just Singaporeans are like, like our birth rate is falling. They need to. They need to, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, right. make sure that couples who eat out still have a good time. They don't end up quarreling. Why you don't talk to me? Why are you so quiet? <laughs> Maybe through Trace Together, they, 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 they just, you know, listen in on some first date conversations and they realize, holy shit, this is boring as fuck. Mm-hmm. We need to allow music. We need to get them in the mood. Yeah. But, but you know, don't you think, just now when you said that, when you went to that restaurant and you could hear the sizzling, don't you think that it did cause you to speak a little softer, a little more measured? Uh, and not like um, just 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 free freestyle all over the place. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But but it's already at this point already. You can only eat with people pretty much only in your household, right? If not, just one mm. other friend. So um, mm. you're not gonna you're not gonna be like screaming most of the time anyway, lah, right? Uh, it's mm. not gonna be a rowdy thing, right? So no need to. I think the. If you're going to tighten in that area, then loosen in another area, lah. So I don't feel so constricted, lah. Right? You know, I think that's the issue. I mean, what, what? Yeah, they, they don't understand the psychology of, of of risk and reward and all that, lah. You know, especially for 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 um, you know, a population that's been cooped up for quite a while already. Yeah. So you're saying this should have come sooner, or this shouldn't have been in place at all? Uh, in place, yes, but it should have. They should have much earlier on. The moment we hit eighty percent vaccination, they should have. Like allow some mm. a little bit of music or so just just make everything a little bit more fun for everyone, uh, You know, maybe maybe they should have given like ear but earphones to all those who are vaccinated. Those who are unvaccinated, you sit down in silence. But then you go, then after you that, don't have any music. Oh, then you, you got to vest. No, but to actually, sterilize all the the earphones. Is then troublesome. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, make it make it, dude. All the airlines that are not flying, they have a bunch of earphones that are not being used, right? Mm. Give it to the F&B outlets lah. Oh, sell, you know, sell have a little plug in. Sell the F&B outlets. Yeah, no, not not sell lah. Not sell. Like get the get the get the big G to 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 facilitate that exchange lah. Mm. But then I think I think the one thing because I think why it feels comical is that even like soft pre-recorded music. Mm. How soft is soft? Yeah, they didn't give any decibel. Yeah. they didn't give any test. Like okay, by by uh, speaking in a conversational tone, your din- dining uh 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 colleague should be able to hear you from across the table. Mm. So I think 
that feels a bit weird because and it's it, it just takes all the focus away from the other restrictions. Actually, no, I don't know whether it takes all the focus away. It's just for the news and the news outlets. It just sounds comical, like yeah. what you said, because because maybe we just give a uh, an overall summary of 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 what actually was lifted yesterday, like, Because mm. I've realized that I think even though the comms are a lot better now. It's still fucking confusing. Mm, mm. Okay, sure. Do you do you Yeah, do do, do you find it confusing or you, um, you're like I it's all it good. is confusing, but I've already given a hope that they give a shit about making things clear to us really lah. To be honest. So ah, okay, but, okay. but yeah, I think okay. okay, let's let's for the sake of, of discussion, let's let's go through it a little bit. Yeah, so I mean, first of all, uh, up to five people can from the same household mm-hmm. can dine in if they are vaccinated, mm-hmm. um, except in hawker centers and coffee shops. Mm. So what the statement is that it's not that uh, hawker centers and coffee shops cannot, it's just that while the manpower resourcing and all gets deployed to hawker centers and coffee shops, five people not allowed, but once that is in place, it will be allowed. Mm. They didn't say when. Mm. Um, and that recorded music is allowed, no live music, no live entertainment. Mm. So then the workplace, um, unmasking allowed for up to 10 people engaged in public speaking uh, and that the speaker has to be two meters from the audience. Mm. I am not so sure how different that is, but for MICE events, now there can be zones of up to 100 attendees, Mm. up from 50. So I think that probably uh, plays nicely into the the Bloomberg delegate. Um, There are a bunch of additional countries like Finland, Sweden, and most recently Malaysia that have opened up VTL flights. And there's a bunch of things about uh, sports um, as well. Uh, so, so oh, then the medical bills, I think from from November 8th, mm. uh, people, or December 8th, mm. um, for, for people who get COVID, they will have to pay for their own medical bills. Um, let me see. Uh, but, but yeah, there, there was, uh, there, there's sports involving up to 10 people are being trialed um, at, at various outlets. Yeah, and, and I think so. There's a lot one of thing about the sports yeah. one that, that stood out to me was that um, that ten person limit, right, includes your linesmen and referees and stuff like that. Eh? So, oh, is yeah. it? So, if you wanted to play official five on five, anything like basketball or football, uh, yeah, you you can't have a you can't have a referee. <laughs> oh, yeah, or you got to sacrifice <laughs> one player. <laughs> yeah, all hold, no holds barred. Uh, no holds yeah, barred. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. fucking. No rules, no rules. You want rules? It's four against four, la, for for football. No, but then maybe basketball. How many? How five many? How many officials? I mean, but five. But there's three on three, like You can play three on three also, la, Half court. No, la, I think this is probably like if you play at the cage or one of those indoor football yeah, places, yeah, la, yeah. No referee, no linesman, Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just to correct myself, uh, it's from eighth December twenty twenty one. People will have to pay for their own medical bills if they get COVID if they're unvaccinated, mm. Um. Correct. And then um. Yeah, so so the sports and yeah, congregational worship. Uh, there's the same restrictions uh, that have been lifted as the as the mice events, and and I think one big thing is that if you are medically ineligible for vaccination, mm. you can now uh, be exempt from the differentiated measures, lah. Mm, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah. You just need to get some sort of certification um, from a medical doctor, a hospital, or, or someone someone of authority, lah. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah, so those were the big changes. But of course, in the international news, the headlines are all about Singapore. Finally, Singaporeans can listen to music. Yeah, and, and that was covered internationally. Like. Yeah, correct, correct. 
Yeah. But, I mean, I think just anecdotally, I've seen some people uh, record videos or like some some stories shared on Reddit uh, where most of the dining is still in two people. Because, okay, so like like right now, because you, you know, you, you have your, your kid, your wife. Previously, I know with the two-person thing, it was tough for you to go out and enjoy a meal together. Yeah. yeah. Are you are you very excited now? Um, I mean, it's just a it's a correction back to some to logic lah. This, if anything, you know, we're, we're sort mm. of like previously it was illogical where I would go to a, a mall with my family and then after they have to sit separately from my family and then after that we we leave together as a group. So it was completely illogical. Uh, now this seems. Now it just goes back to, to normal, la, but it still means that we can't have any, you know, can't really meet groups of friends or anything like that, la, which is, I think, is, 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 is the big issue for most people, la, right? You can't meet uh, mm. parents, par- your parents or your, your siblings or, or family like that. La. And, uh, you know, in yeah, and such even- a family oriented place as Singapore, to, you do that, that's really like, yeah, la, it's really clamping down on, on, on everyone. La. And even now, like, the F&B owners have to check your NRIC. Mm, There's fucking shakes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, on one hand, there's the new Trace Together app that um, shows the, the animated author on the the login page. Yeah, so that's new, right? You, that's new. It's easier for them. Yeah, it's easier for them to determine that it's not a screenshot. Mm-hmm. But the time saved there will now have to be spent on checking your NRIC. And then there's a whole big discussion uh, that if you go as a family with someone under the age of 15 or 12 who is not eligible for an NRIC, then how? Mm. I see, I see, I see. That is true. Yeah, because I mean, how, yeah. Terrence, how are you going to prove your son lives with you? Uh? Uh, how are you going to prove? Uh, birth certificate. Uh. Compare the facial features. Bring, bring the, birth the birth certificate, certificate. together. <laughs> <laughs> no, but birth certificate, no oh, address. Yeah, no uh. address, correct, correct, correct. Yeah. Uh, you never know, man. Yeah, it's a tough one, a uh, tough one. Because, uh, yeah, it's yeah. just, uh, that's this why it's, it's uh, I mean, there's so much arbitrary uh, things that the uh, social distancing investors or other people in charge of the malls are, uh, have to look at and they keep changing. That's why it's so confusing. Uh. That's why that's why everyone's complaining. There's there's no real uh, path or strategy or direction and all that. Cause it's d- differentiated measures for different industries, man. You know, so so, mm-hmm. so I I know you know people who run like co-working spaces who who are also tearing their hair tearing their hair out because you know they they they're not sure where they stand like whether they're F and B or whether they are you know really like uh an, an office space or what like you know. It's so different, right? Between mm-hmm. office space and, and an F&B outlet. But yeah, what if you're mm-hmm. a co-working space that has a cafe also, like, right? You know? Yeah. Like yeah. That, no? But I mean, I'm, I must say that aside from the soft music um, uh, being allowed again, mm. the a bunch of articles were written uh, by the New York Times, Washington Post, uh, the Daily Beast, the Guardian, mm. about Singapore's stance on getting unvaccinated individuals who choose... Um, on their own to not get vaccinated, having to pay for their own medical bills, mm, mm. like it. I, I was surprised by the coverage because I guess Singapore's medical healthcare um system, it's it's still better than a lot of other countries out mm, there. Mm. Um, but the fact that they're like, okay, you have to pay for your own. Even Trevor Noah and Ronnie Chang covered it. Mm. Um, I don't know if you saw the clip, but but on a side note, that was. I don't know that because they don't perform it in front of a live audience, yeah. so it feels like they're recording a podcast 
but with a lot more restrictions about what they can say. In the end, it was fucking boring, man. Well, and, what did you say? What did you say? That was that was what was the crux of what they were saying? I mean, Trevor Noah was doing a whole spiel about um, yeah, COVID this, COVID that. Then he mentioned the latest update in Singapore that they are going to make unvaccinated people pay for their own medical bills. Mm. Like, and then he was just talking through it. And then he said, isn't that a slippery slope? So should alcoholics have to pay for their own treatment uh, that for alcohol-related diseases or pay more than people who are not alcoholic? Then Ronnie Cheng chimed in um, and just talked about the healthcare system in Singapore. Mm. Like. And um, yeah, so, so it was... It was kind of like talking about Singapore from afar and he did say that, you know, in Singapore, everything is efficient. Uh, in, like national healthcare decisions are never politicized. Mm. And I'm like, are you sure, bro? <laughs> um, so so it was just, it, it basically even reached the radar of talk shows. La. So I think as much as it's ridiculous about the soft, soft music being allowed back in, based on those articles, right, I think Singapore is being seen as like a, a reference point about how to manage with COVID as as endemic, yeah. But you you did you heard the news just today, right? That apparently the EU has has taken Singapore off the list of like safe mm. places to to visit, lah. Um, yeah, so, that's the downside, lah. Yeah, it's it's up to individual countries whether they still want to continue allowing Singaporeans in free free willy, but uh, yeah, willy nilly. I mean, sorry, but um, yeah, it's the fact free that willy. What do you say? I say free willy. Yeah. What do you say? Free willy. Uh, Free Willy. Yeah, like the, the, the show with the dolphin. <laughs> the, Is it dolphin the, or whale? The orca. The orca. La, yeah, sorry. orca uh, oh, yeah. But yeah, but yeah. kind of, yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, if everything Singapore does, it seems like we're, we're, we're always put in this no man's land la, for the last, because we've been vacillating between zero COVID and, and COVID endemic and all these things. So like, like the US considers us a very dangerous place to travel to. Uh, and now it seems that like the EU is advising people also la, not to travel here. La. And I guess, yeah, not only to travel, but for people who are going abroad mm. uh, to European countries, uh, there might be more border restrictions. Mm, mm, mm. Which, uh, which which is a bit, how you say, because Singapore is is probably per capita testing a lot more than other countries, yeah, right? Yeah. I assume, like, I assume. Yeah. So as, as, a, as a consequence, yeah, the cases are higher, but um, it feels like if you look at the number of deaths or number of people in ICU, um, Feels like those cases are not serious, lah. But but on the flip side, by being so public about the numbers, I mean, right now for a population of five million, I think having three thousand, four thousand cases is still quite high uh, amongst like um the developed cities or developed countries, right. So, so so it just. But I mean, at the end of it, if you think about the past week, the past two weeks, now you know, like five years ago, four years ago, Singapore almost never appeared in uh Western media, yeah. You know, like ever like I, I remember that one reference of that World Cup ad being showed on Jimmy Fallon yeah. I don't know what 2018 or 20, it was like fucking Argen- big news Argentina right? the gambling advertisement right yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, gambling yeah. yeah but then now if you think about it, even in just the past week yeah. right we got all these international outlets talking about our stance on getting unvaccinated individuals to pay for their yeah. medical bills there was the the death penalty yeah. and then yeah it just it just feels like oh shit like um I guess it's it's good that we're not just seen as a place that is uh I don't know a place to fly into before you travel around Asia. Yeah. I only uh, got so I got I, three I words for you la. Crazy rich uh, Asians. Wait, let me guess. Let me guess. I know. I know. I know. I know. Fuck, I know you're going to say that. Your favorite. Your favorite movie. Don't. If you dare say that, that was what started it all. Right. I'll I'll just stop the recording now. I'll just stop the fucking no, recording no, no, no. now. It didn't start the whole um, thing, but it 
it pushed it forward. It, yeah, it propelled it. Forward. It was a boost, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It was the booster it shot. Was, yeah, the booster shot. The booster exactly. shot. Oh, speaking of booster shots, there was also this this forum article that um someone referenced that got some people talking on Reddit that apparently, right, in section six, subsection four of the infectious diseases regulations twenty twenty one. Um, if you're 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 anyone who's been fully vaccinated, your status expires three hundred and sixty five plus fourteen days after the second dose. Mm. Oh, is it? Do you know that? No, I had no, I never yeah. heard. Yeah. Wow. I also didn't know. So that means <laughs> so, what? So I was like, that means by next year, if you don't take your booster, you would be unvaccinated. But that does does that mean that you pay for your own medical bills unless you get the additional vaccination? Mm. Shit, man, this is pretty yeah. scary. So, yeah. So I. I mean, of course, it's a forum letter, and we all know, you know, straight times forums are, are the epitome of of intelligent conversation mm, and thoughts. Mm, mm. Um, but I just found it uh, found it interesting la, that I'm never I never was aware of that. I hope that there's some inaccuracy there. Um, but yeah, that was that was interesting, man. Yeah, wow, it's a, it's a. I think we're 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 so not used to to this opening up. Really, yeah, it, it feels like. It feels like suddenly we're discovering some all these little, the little little fine print about, about yeah. I mean, up. you know, even even just going back to what we talked about the sports, right? I can't, I don't know what it feels like to play football anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I really, I really cannot fucking imagine, man. Like, um, and I think for most people, the first time they go back to play will be like, wait, what's what's going on? Nah? Like, yeah. whoa, what's what what's happening? Yeah, yeah. maybe you get you get there will be a new rule, like, You get a yellow card for breathing on other people. Yeah. Oh yeah, this one. <laughs> like you cannot body check. You must keep like point five meter distance yeah, uh, yeah. from from other players. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, but but I mean, in in at the end of the day, it's still nice that slowly things are opening up. Mm. Now there's what two weeks left before the restrictions are supposed to open up even more, mm, right? Correct, correct. And and uh, yeah, apparently we're allowed to go to what Finland and Sweden by the end of the month as well. Yeah, yeah. So VTL yeah, yeah, solos can to Finland just in time for Christmas. Cause I think the and Malaysia lah, and Malaysia, uh, Malaysia also yeah. Santa Claus is not. I was saying mm. Finland because Santa Claus, you know, officially lives in Finland. Uh, yeah. So so I mean everything's gearing up towards a uh, slightly happier end of end of year holiday period lah. Hey, wait, I thought Santa lives in like the Arctic. No lah, in 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 children's stories he lives in the North Pole. But who the hell lives in the North Pole, right? Santa Claus lah. No, so the official Santa Claus like the. Like if you write to Santa Claus, apparently they send it to Finland because there is a literal literal Santa Claus museum or something like that there. Oh mm. yeah, I was about to shit on it, but no, it actually is. It's it's a uh, it's it's known as the Santa Claus Village in Rovaniemi, known as Santa's official North Pole residence. Yes, yes, correct, correct. But. It it is located in the Arctic Circle, so it's not exactly at the North Pole, North Pole, because yeah, I think parts of Finland are Finland is so high up north that it's part of the Arctic Circle. Mm. So technically, both of us are correct, lah. Oh no, I did say North did Pole, say North Pole, yeah, yeah. I wanted to. Dude, that's what the fucking yeah North Pole from young. Yeah, yeah. When the hell did he? You mean what? He just he just moved like he started off with like a BTO and North Pole or something. Then he. He went to like ballot for Finland. Uh, yeah, I think it's one of those things that that like uh, some he just moved yeah, around he, Someone decided to some he country just... decided to take ownership of it one day, and then you're like, oh, okay lah, oh, seems to make ma. sense because he's you know like like what you say like oh Arctic Circle seems about right lah. 
that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I see. I see. <laughs> Interesting. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah. So yes. Uh, since uh, we're talking about all these positive things as well, right? Um, mm. there there are also a lot of positive moves being made online, not just in the offline world as well, right? Or at least supposedly positive, mm. like, but we're not 100% sure if it's positive. And what is this big uh, piece of news? Is that YouTube, the the second biggest search engine in the world, video platform, um, uh, where we also started creating content, is now removing the dislike count on all videos across its platform. Mm. So... So for anyone who maybe has been so desensitized to YouTube that you forget the buttons around the videos, um, there is a thumbs up like button and a thumbs down dislike button. And up till yesterday, I believe, uh, you can literally see the number of likes and dislikes. Mm -hmm. So the latest update is that you can still see the number of likes, but the dislikes, the number of dislikes won't show. You can still click dislike. Mm. So for the creator of the video, the person who uploaded the video, they will be able to see the number of dislikes on the back end, but it won't be made public. Ah, I see, I see. Do you know when this is actually yeah. going to to start? Um, I think it is removed already. Unless well, we well, go to YouTube see, now. I still see, yeah, I'm on YouTube now and I still see thumbs up, thumbs down. For certain videos. Oh uh, no, but can you see the number yeah, of can, thumbs can, down? Can. So oh, maybe it? maybe it's a, uh, it's a I, I, okay, I mean YouTube they roll it out in the US first lah for sure. Then after that they, they slowly mm. do it for other for other territories, huh? I mean based on the Verge, um November tenth, they said um across its site starting today mm. So yeah, it's probably going to be uh, a gradual rollout and yeah well like what you said it'll probably happen in the US first yeah right? yeah yeah but uh, but but before we sure. we dig into the weeds of it what was your initial reaction when you saw this huh? Um, I think it, it's in the same vein as uh, when Instagram removed the is it they removed the number of likes on, on photos mm. right remember how mm -hmm. photos used to like oh how many thousands of likes uh, now it's just like liked by uh, you know which of your friends and, and others like, right so, mm. and all that was um, in the name of uh, create, I guess, people's mental health, uh, you know, so that you don't get so hung up with, um, with uh, w the number of uh, number of likes on your photos and, and and see it as a benchmark to who's more popular or who's doing better in life and things like that. Um, but then for the YouTube side of things, right? Because videos are a bit different from different con kind of content from a photo, right? Uh, when when mm. you judge a video, it's more likely based on the content and, and everything than just purely the looks of the creator itself or what, right? So sometimes mm. the... To me, the dislike button does have... Does have... Um, it does have a... It is a means of communication between the viewer and the creator also, right? Um, mm. and, and, and it also gives you a better sense of of what people feel about about uh about about a certain video or a certain topic like right and and that's something mm -hmm. that i think initially when facebook first started it didn't it was just purely like and nothing else like, right all they had was a like button mm. uh they didn't have emojis mm. they didn't have any uh anything like that so angry yeah so uh, it, anything like that, yeah. it, it made it it made it very it felt very difficult for people to express any emotion other than liking something which is what I feel like this this thing is forcing 
forcing people towards again, like, you know, about, you don't really know uh, how people feel about video and then, and, and, uh, why, why, why that's important. It's not necessarily important to, for the viewer, but, but sometimes it also just, um, I guess help you, helps you sort of validate and better understand uh, what, what the internet is thinking or saying about something and makes you maybe a bit more mm. conscious of what you're watching. Because, uh, for example, I think the, the most disliked video ever is the YouTube Rewind video, right? From 2018. Yeah, 2018. Yeah, and yeah. there's a very long story about why that is the most disliked video ever. But but basically, it was a, it was a, it was a reflection of that the audience was not responding well to to the YouTube Rewind series already. Mm. La. And I think because mm. of those number of dislikes, you know, the, the the mainstream media also picked up on it and wrote about it and, and all these kind of things and, and, and generated buzz about it and, and people were discussing it. And eventually it led YouTube to revamp how it did its year-end videos. And now it has cancelled year-end videos entirely. Um, mm. So, yeah, you know, it's like, is it really that bad a thing that, that there are no but people dislike. people can still dislike it right? people can still dislike yeah, it yeah. it's just to prevent the number of okay because the reason that YouTube gave uh, for doing this is because they they wanted to they want to protect creators from harassment and uh, reduce the threat of what it calls dislike attacks mm. which essentially like um, I think you know now with like the power of Reddit or the power to get be people behind any cause it's it's not too difficult to get a group of people to go and dislike bomb a certain video. Mm. And for up and coming creators, I guess um yeah, it can take a toll on their well being and their maybe even their perception of their content, their videos. And it's not based purely on merit. La. So they're they're trying to protect it. So based on what you said, people can still register their dislike. Mm. It's just not public. La. Yeah, and then but then the question is they say if they're trying to protect creators or that then why 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 now and why so late in the game la, you know? It's not like it's mm. not like the YouTube creator ecosystem was created last year or anything like that. It's been around for more than more than a decade already, lah. Um so Mm-mm-mm. it's I, I feel like the the thing about YouTube is it's not just a it's not just like a Netflix a streaming site or anything like that, you know. YouTube to me feels much more like a, a social network la, where where there mm. is like um there is a, a real relationship built between the creator and and the audience and things like that. You see, so so so, I feel the even for the audience themselves, the the way I've seen audiences, uh, gather, you know, not just in the YouTube section, but in the YouTube shots on the YouTube, the you know the the the, the comments in the YouTube shots and and things like that. The way I've seen them gather is mm. very unlike like like Netflix behavior. Like when you watch Netflix, you just watch Netflix. You don't really react or talk to people or spot or, or same on Spotify and all that like, right whereas for YouTube it's mm. much more there is a community there and then when you remove the dislike but I feel like it removes another way for the community to to sort of gather around because I mean you, you've heard the rumors of why why this has happened as well like, right which is what apparently it's because uh people are reacting to the fact that they that Chris Pratt was cast as a uh, to 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 voice Mario in the Super Mario movie, huh? yeah, and and so wait that that's the conspiracy theory behind the removal the of the dislike. Because two weeks ago la, it was I think it was announced that that Chris Pratt would would be playing Mario, or at least voicing Mario. I'm not very sure how how uh-huh. how it'll look and all la, but Chris Pratt will be like and then, um, 
there were yeah, <laughs> there were then Nintendo hosted Nintendo hosts this event called Direct Nintendo Direct and yeah, there were like 5,400 people who didn't want Chris Pratt to voice Mario uh, so mm. yeah, it was just like I mean there were the, 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 the video has 200k likes but it also has 5.4k dislikes lah. and 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 mm. and yeah, the um, so and you look at the comments a lot of people are upset about the Chris Pratt being Mario thing lah. So mm. there's a lot of suspicion that it's because you know, like Nintendo making a lot of noise and and and, and all that. But, but to be fair to YouTube, they tested this dislikes uh, removal or removal of dislikes. I think earlier this year. Um, and while I thought, okay, is that just a something you say in press statement? Like, were people actually seeing uh, instances of this being tested? When I went to Reddit, yeah, there are posts from earlier this year saying, yo, well, why does my dislike button look different or something? And then people shared, oh, it's because YouTube is rolling this out. Lah. But um, I think I think for me, the thing, I, I agree with some things you said about how it feels like, wait, is this, if you want to protect, is this really the best thing to do? Mm. Because, because, for example, right, like Reddit, has an upvote and downvote thing, mm. right? And I think it is a big part of why the platform feels very different from other social media um, outlets, yeah. right? Uh, it it kind of gives an a, a chance for people who maybe want to say, "Yo, this video is it's fucked up, like You know, like um, um, and and to downvote it. Uh, but I think right. Um, and I mean, just 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 one thing you said also earlier. You know, when Instagram and Facebook were testing the removal of um, number of like counts and all, mm-hmm. right? You know, earlier this year, I believe yeah. um, that they actually allowed they they released a, a, an update allowing creators to decide that. Mm. Mm. Because I also thought it was going to be rolled out because they were trialing it, and I actually liked it. Mm. Um, but but they realized from their research that. Um, a lot of uh, influencers and creators kind of use the metric of likes to convince brands like, right. to, to work with them as partners. Yep. So there's that commercial aspect. So then they put it in the hands of the creator. But but I think just based on anecdotally uh, anecdotal stories, it feels like because it's an option and because you kind of lose out by not having it there, nobody, not many people use it. Mm, like. mm. So... So while Facebook and Instagram, I guess they they meant well, mm. uh, even though that's a very hard thing to imagine. Ultimately, it went back to status quo. Yeah. So, so in in this case, like I also feel that is it really is it really addressing yeah. it? Because you know, comparing Reddit, mm. maybe it's the word dislike. Mm. I think that's the biggest thing that stands out for yeah. me. You know, like if I were to tell you, Terence, you know, I I dislike your opinion yeah. versus I disagree. I disagree but with I, your opinion. But, I, but I, right. I, I I respect your right to have it, Right? Yeah. Yeah, and I think how come how come they didn't think about just changing it, it Because yeah. yeah, Reddit is upvote and downvote. Yeah. It doesn't really have that negative feel of like I dislike yeah, it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Even Facebook was smart with their emojis saying you angry or yeah, something like. Yeah. So. So for YouTube saying you know this is the protecting you're still allowing people to dislike. allowing people to yeah. dislike yeah. something it's the, it's the wording and to just yeah yeah it's a wording yeah. it, but and sorry I, can I just go back oh. and correct something first um the the the, ah. the, the issue with the Nintendo thing was not so it was not Chris Pratt being Mario uh that that was much more mm. the, the bigger thing which now I remember was that a few weeks ago Nintendo mm. Switch announced that you would be able to play like the old consoles via an emulator on Nintendo Switch. But you will need to pay mm. for that service. Uh, so there are a lot of old games on the old Nintendo consoles that people, uh, classics that people love. Uh. So this was great news. 
but the service apparently costs like 50 USD a year, uh, which which mm. was very, I mean, it's very anti-consumer, like, considering that you already pay a subscription for Nintendo just to be able to play online for Nintendo and all that. Like. So that's why mm. that video for that, of that Nintendo Switch online expansion, expansion pack announcement, uh, it is the most disliked uh, Nintendo video ever with 175k uh, dislikes and 18k likes. Yeah. Um, mm. but, but yeah so, so this to me is very useful information to tell me that a lot of um, consumers are unhappy about this thing as well and, and it makes me like mm. oh okay I'll be now, now I'm more aware that yeah maybe that they might change the decision because because there is this information out there but now that there's no number for the down the, the dislikes right I might not know you might not know as well right no, actually, that's a very good point because, like, you know, before you, you give the update, what I was saying is that it feels like, okay, if they really want to solve the problem and talking about it, is this the best way? Mm. And the fact that what you brought up, ultimately, right, if you look at YouTube, they their biggest revenue comes from ads, mm. right? They tried YouTube Premium and all this bullshit. Nobody, like, nobody gave a shit or at least not as many people gave a shit as, say, Spotify. Like, because Spotify, their subscription service was from early, quite early yeah. on. So YouTube, most of their revenue still comes from ads. Mm. And if you think about just that example, mm. right, you can imagine Nintendo kind of going to YouTube like, yo, uh, this is a problem, like, you know, like, this is a decision that's going to be made, but it looks fucking bad. Uh, publicly like, and you can imagine I would imagine a lot of brands who have shitty ads who just buy ads on YouTube mm. um, and buy views the dislike ratio is probably more dislikes than likes mm. like. so it feels like YouTube was like okay there's this issue we need to solve brands are unhappy let's find a middle ground that doesn't really solve the issue they want but it makes brands happy and it makes us seem like we are doing good and I think historically like YouTube, I think we have spoken about it before. Whenever they try and do things that mean well, somehow more often than not, it doesn't come across the way they want to. Yeah. Um. And I think when they try to, you know, like, uh, be more, uh, like, like, uh, censor uh, ads or the types of videos that ads run against. Ultimately, if you're a news channel that talks about rape or talks about this, you get demonetized, like, Which feels fucking stupid, like. Yeah. So in this case. Yeah, I think that once you think about, okay, uh, most of YouTube's revenue comes from brands. Uh, brands definitely do not want their videos to be publicly disliked to that extent. It makes sense. La. Because also, if, if I were to dislike something that Nintendo did, mm. I think I would feel more justified in my disliking if I saw that, oh shit, 20 other thousand people feel the same way as yeah. me. I'm not crazy to think exactly, this. Exactly. So, so yeah, to me, that, that mm. is... In, in the in the world that we live in where we are increasingly isolated where, uh, because of work from home or, or what, right? Little mm. things like this, especially on a social network like YouTube, allow me to sort of, I mean, even just gauge whether I'm, I'm a sane person in this world. Uh, uh, just as simple mm, as that, mm, like, you know? Do people, are people cringing to this as much as, uh, as much as I am and all, uh, you know? That, that gives me some info. Mm. But now that they've removed it, um. Yeah, it, it just gives you one less thing to to help me gauge my 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 emotions in the world. Uh. Mm, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And it's almost like um, you know, previously when you were in a room, kind of telling this this asshole that you you're an asshole. Now the asshole is like, okay, okay, I'm gonna meet you one by one, and you tell me that I'm an asshole uh to my face, but no one else will know that you think I'm an asshole. Yeah. I will know how many of you think I'm an asshole, but no one else will think. 
Uh, but like, I'll never share the info. Like, but what I will share is how many people think I'm a saint. Yeah. Which feels like... Yeah. Uh, yeah, it just, it just feels, again, like YouTube is trying to do something, but are they really doing what they need to be doing? And mm. yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I... I um, so coming from the... The, uh, the view as a as a you know we, we used to be very prolific on YouTube uh, maybe now less so we still upload on YouTube mm. but we don't uh, it's not our primary platform now uh, right um, I can't help but feel like hmm, if you really wanted to do this for the sake of creators uh, it probably should and could have been done with more consultation direct, direct consultation with the creators um, and probably should have come out earlier as well uh. I don't. I, I think you know this is not the kind of thing that 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 needs. You need ten years to for you to figure out that oh yeah, the, uh, ha- having a dislikes button maybe is not not a good idea or anything like that lah. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I mean. Yeah. So I remain I remain a bit skeptical about their intentions about it lah. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, if you like, I think right now the reactions also are quite polarized. Like no one is like. Um, I think even the decision for Instagram to to remove the like count was, of course, some people hated it, but it felt like okay, that is a big change that feels like okay, like uh, it's easier to understand yeah. the impact of that. Whereas this one feels just, like it just wants it to be positive hmm. only, but no negatives, just positive. Yeah, exactly. Which is not what the <laughs> exactly. world is either, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's like everybody's in this room just saying nobody fucking say anything bad. You want to say anything bad? Yeah. You come and whisper in my ear. Yeah, but if you want to say anything good. Yeah. Everybody can clap together. Because even Facebook, as evil as it is, the fact that you can put angry as an emotion, right? Also, at least gives yeah. you some information about what people feel about a post, like, right? Yeah, exactly, uh, exactly. But not anymore for YouTube. That's crazy, man. YouTube, ah, uh, YouTube. Yeah, but but yeah, like, it'd be interesting to see how things pan yeah. out. Yeah, do let us know um, what you guys think, because you guys, I think you guys are also big consumers on YouTube, like, right? So. Yeah, and, and we probably have a, a bit of bias given that we've been living and breathing the platform for quite a few years. Like, but as a yeah. user, right, I'm curious to to know what people think. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. But cool, yeah. man. So, uh, cool, speaking cool. of our listeners, uh, yeah. what is your one shock comment? My one shock comment um, is, um, is something by... Cuban Kiwi mm. who posted on our on our Reddit uh, thread the ideas to talk about on Yalabad Part 3 where uh, the comment is not an idea but just realize in Yalabad's Instagram post they are in a tent like were they always recording in a tent? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think I think that's based on our first post on IG that kind of shows the setup in our office which uh, it is a tent mm. <laughs> but but in the spirit of how we have always created content, not having being, uh, not having gone to film school or trained in film, um, we we often do what what might not be the most conventional way of doing this, but if it works, right, uh, we'll do it. Like, and that was we set up that tent because when we were doing our scripted podcast uh, for Audible earlier this year, which we're still awaiting the results of whether it'll be it'll be greenlit into a full series, mm. we realized that okay, we can actually turn our our meeting room into a studio. But to turn it into a studio, we need to soundproof it. Like. And I remember me and Terrence standing there. Terrence had this idea of running like fishing line across the ceiling and putting the acoustic panels on top, mm. uh, which I thought was ridiculous. But then he also had the genius idea uh, or gen- memory that we had an outdoor tent 
that was three meters by three meters, and then we measured our meeting room. It was three meters wide, and together, like like a bunch of uh, young young children, we set up <laughs> the tent uh, at like a fort in our office, and it's fucking great. Like um, our our recording studio now is is uh, is yeah, it's it's anchored by that tent, but. Um, we've got acoustic paneling and it's probably like no studio you would ever see and we are super proud of it. Like. Mm. And if you listen and you think the sound is good, yeah, like it, it sounds like a studio. Yeah. Like we made we made a show for Audible in that studio. Yeah, yeah it's uh, a... Yeah. Uh, at first it started out like, oh, like, we'll just put this up just for the, that one recording. After yeah. a while, it's like, yeah, it's really cozy and, and it's got... Uh, it just fairy lights and yeah, shit. You know, in this age of glamping, it's like... Uh, it's like a throwback to, you know, like the primary school, you go for camp, primary five camp or whatever, that kind of thing, that mm. kind of feel. Which, uh, you know, yeah. it's, it's a lot of it. Which, to me, that's what podcasts are. You go back to the the idea of like going to like campfire and just talking until, talking for a couple of hours, right? Yeah, or like a bunch of kids, you know, like like you have all these pillows and all you, mm. you like, like a sleepover, like it's a sleepover, yeah. right? Sleepover without all the, so, the, 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 the dirty, dirty stuff that influencers like to do. Like. Hey, what dirty, dirty <laughs> stuff? My sleepovers when I was young, damn clean one, no. I'm saying influencers. Talk about life. Like influencers yeah. get oh, influencers, together, influencers. Yeah. yeah, but if, if any one of you like hasn't seen the photos yet, I, I think it probably would be quite... Uh, interesting if you if you hear this and it tickles your fancy mm. to to check out the post on on Instagram and yeah I mean going forward we will be sharing more stuff like that like maybe we, we might even go into a in depth uh review or or uh post about how we actually set up our studio mm, mm, mm. yeah man so that's that's my one short thing yeah uh, uh one short comment what about one you? short comment is I think uh, a lot of people have been posting that they've been watching. Harish on the Channel News Asia Insider, uh, chowing down with Singapore's mm. minorities. That's the name of the show, right? Or is it on the red dot? Yeah, I, no, it's it's called What We Are, What oh, We what Eat. What We Are, What We Where where basically you eat with the various minority groups. What a representative from each minor, minority group in Singapore, like, right? Yeah, four episodes. Yeah. One for Chinese, one for Malay, one for Indian, one for yeah, others. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of people have been, uh, you know, it's cool that you've been watching it and. And uh, posting about it, uh, I think definitely Harish would appreciate you let him know what you think about the show or his appearance or mm. whatever lah. Just his feedback. But I think there's one pretty good comment in there from uh, F4HM1 saying that watching Harish mm. kick a ball and with the recent uh, laxing of ten people in sports, talking about the relaxing of the the rules regarding number of people who can play sports together, uh, I suggest mm. to organize a Yalabad football match. Winner stay loser out. Ooh. Winner stay loser out. But Harish and Terence need to remain in the field until the event ends. That means we we, we continue playing la, And then winner winners stay and then the losers uh, get replaced la. And then uh, wow, so, that sounds fucking. So they great, say we'll go on man. for two hours. Another good avenue to have fans of Yellow Bud come and meet each other through sports. Since Harish keeps mentioning his sports background, so I thought this was pretty funny because he doesn't mention that you know I might die of a heart attack if if we play like that. <laughs> But uh, it sounds like fun. Maybe we 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 maybe maybe that's a, actually that maybe a good way to to you know to to meet to meet uh people uh, right to meet our fans. Uh. Hey, that sounds awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, girls, guys, kids, everyone, everyone invited. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds that sounds great, yeah, yeah. man. Wow. But, but it's a great it's a yeah, great idea. I think so. Cool. Yeah, let's 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 think of ideas to like how to get together as a community, lah. I mean, not just for us, but even for you mm. guys to like meet each other finally also, lah. I think there's so such mm-hmm. sometimes there's. Su- like there's such a love fest going on between you, you guys in the comments. I just wanna like yeah, I feel I, like you guys should, you know, like go and meet up yourselves. Uh. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> get a room, yeah. guys. <laughs> no, kidding, kidding. But yeah, like um, that actually sounds like a great idea. And and yeah, please do check out the the video. It's available on YouTube now. Um, I think it it airs every Friday on Channel Five at nine thirty and Sunday at seven for the next three weeks, yeah. Yeah. But but yeah, it'd be great to to hear your comments and and I mean yeah even next week next week uh just a just a trailer Terence and I are gonna be involved in a in another CNA video now we are like the the two dudes on of race yeah 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 although to be to be honest I'm not really sure what is happening with that yet yeah, yeah. I, I literally yeah, yeah, don't really it's a know secret. what is like, happening like for real yeah for real we we know but we we don't know but. It sounds interesting yeah. and hopefully all goes well so you will see both of us on CNA in the near future. Correct, correct, correct. Yes. Cool, man. All right. And then now, um, your one shoot thing. Yeah, would you like to go sure. first this time? Sure. It's taken me a while. Uh. It's taken me a while, I'll admit. Uh, I gave it the, mm. you know, I'll watch two episodes before I judge. And then I said, I'll watch mm. one more episode. And then I still, yeah, I still said, no, I'll stay for one more episode and and see what happens and finally it found its legs I'm talking about the latest mm. season of Narcos Mexico uh, oh, so it? yes I'm a huge I've been a huge fan of the the series since you know the, the, the Narcos the original Narcos in Colombia and all that but I've always felt like um, you know especially the first season was really clunky the first couple of seasons the first two seasons was a little clunky because of the the you know the, the way they, they were telling the story and they had to weave a lot of uh, historical um, research into the into the story, and 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 and, mm. and a lot of it like sometimes it comes across as like you know, uh, America saves the day again, kind of the kind of story. But I think they've mm. they've they've gotten a little better at at moving away from uh, that kind of storytelling and having a little bit of more nuance in the characters and the stories and. Such that you end up really feeling for the, for the, I mean, for for the drug traffickers and all that like You know these drug dealers and all. Um, yeah. So when when this season three came about, it's a it's a it's it's basically going to the to towards the period of the nineteen nineties lah. When when a lot of the when there were when they started to get really shit, started really get, getting violent in Mexico la, for for the the drug trade and all. Um, and uh, yeah, mm. I, I would say the the opening of the season. Uh, was a little was a, felt a little bit clunky, a little bit clumsy, the first couple of episodes. So I I was like, oh shit, man, is this? Am I going to be like so disappointed that I don't even finish the season? But but I think by episode four it finds its legs and then yeah, man, I'm I'm back at it again, fully on it again. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. highly 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 recommend it because I mean it just does a very interesting way of weaving like you know archival footage and 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 historical events into the. Into the narrative lah, such that it just flows lah. Yeah, it it's, it's mm. does, doesn't never feels like it. It never feels so like um like you're listening to a lecture or anything like that. It feels like oh, that's the most natural thing that could happen. Then you look it up and oh shit, it really happened, and they're not joking about it lah. You know. Well, will you hate me if I say like I'm still on season one? I remember watching one episode, yeah. um, yeah. and and I said, yeah, actually, this sounds, this looks pretty damn interesting, but I never go back on it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, because I would say the first, uh, it, it took a while to find. It takes a while to find its footing, mm. and you have to. So even the first season, even, even the especially first season. the first one, the first two seasons, but because the first two seasons are about such a charismatic character in Pablo Escobar, right? So so mm, that mm, mm. if you if you can look past the clunkiness of the 
the storytelling in the first half of the first season then you, you actually have what you have is a really uh, a very classic um, almost like a Scarface Godfather kind of tale like, you know uh, and then mm, after that, mm. after that, the the show breaks out of that of that mold because they have to start looking at the other drug cartels. They have to start looking at Mexico. They have to start looking at other other parts of the world and how the drug trade is affecting those parts of the world. Uh. So 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 it's mm. you, you can imagine like oh shit, how do I go into the history of of the drug trade or I'll talk about the politics and the religious relations and everything like, You know, so I feel Narcos always has it always has this uh. Uh, you know, it does a pretty good job weaving all of it together, lah. I would have to say, yeah. So, uh, oh, so this is season what? Season season what? overall season five, I think. Oh no, season six of Narcos, but it's season three of the season Mexico. Six, wow. It's season three of the Narcos oh, see, Mexico, see, see. Yeah. I see. I see. Yeah. Wow, that is cool. Yep. Cool, cool. How about you? What is um, your one shot thing? Yeah, my my one shot thing is also a piece of content or rather not a piece of content it's an individual uh, comedian uh. I know in previous episode uh, we spoke about Dave Chappelle and him being a master of his craft mm. but just so happened the other day that I said you know what let me just rewatch some clips by uh, Bill Burr mm. B-I-L-L-B-U-R-R and holy shit man this guy is 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 a fucking genius as well uh. and I mean if, if you haven't heard of him or haven't seen, he has a few specials on Netflix. If you go on YouTube, you can see some best of Bilber on the Netflix channel. So it's not pirated content. Is You can watch it. And I think he's so fun to watch because like Dave Chappelle is, is very articulate when he talks about taboo stuff. So it's almost like, wow, he says things maybe that you're thinking, but in a way that sounds a lot more articulate. Mm. The beauty of Bilber to me is like, he says things that people are thinking and like almost as it is, no, but somehow he gets away with it. Mm. And it's just magic. Like he he'll just say stuff like why he he hates first ladies. Mm. Uh and he laughs at why the statement that okay, but being a mother is is the hardest, hardest job in the world. Mm. But somehow he does it in a way that you don't come off like thinking he's he's a jerk or something. And wow, he's I'm guessing some people would still be offended, be offended by watching it, yeah. but but to me he's he's up there with uh the the greatest comedian. How do you how do you how do you know that it's not your privilege that's allowing you to enjoy it? How do you know? That one I don't know. That I one know. I don't know. So I'm I'm bracing myself you don't check, you because check he is a white he's a he's a white cis male yeah. right yeah um and he does get a lot of hate for that like like oh yeah of course he can say these kind of things he's a white cis male but I think just just looking at like um I think it helps that he's been in the game for a long time mm. if he was a new comedian saying stuff like that probably might not might not might not uh pass that easily like, but I think the way he says it, yeah, maybe maybe I'm totally wrong, man. Maybe it's because of my 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 male privilege that allows me to enjoy it, but I fucking love it. Yeah, so. yeah. And it is thought provoking to to a certain extent also. Mm. It's great. It might be better. You have seen specials, must, right? Must close your windows and curtains when you're watching that, right? You don't want to be, um, be caught watching this kind of thing. In today's no lah, I think can lah. I think I think not that bad lah. Not, oh, not that, that bad, bad lah. Okay, okay. I think can. Yeah, you. But you've seen his specials. Yeah, 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 his specials? Have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's great. I love him. Yeah, and I love his interviews with Conan O'Brien. Yeah. If you don't want to see, if you see want to interact with another human being, just go watch interviews with him and Conan O'Brien. <laughs> he's great. Yep. Yep. Cool. Cool. Cool, man. All right. Cool. Cool. So, All right. All the links are in the show notes. Yep. And talk to y'all soon. <laughs>